Kaylee and Raynan are two work friends who prove that good things come in small packages. Kaylee, a boss babe photographer and studio owner, and Raynan, a student and part-time makeup artist, are the kind, sweet, creative, dynamic duo you didn't know you needed in your life. They love working with each other so much that they started their boudoir photography brand, Cloudy Day Boudoir, to celebrate natural beauty and encourage others and each other to feel powerful and confident in their own skin. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We are Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We have helped entrepreneurs make meaningful connections to grow their businesses. Glow Radio has been seen in Oprah Magazine, Thrive Global, and Pop Sugar Fitness. We hear you, girl. By popular demand, we have created a freebie for you entrepreneurs who don't want to waste time or money but want to start your own podcast. It is only seven simple steps and you don't need to break the bank. Make sure you stay with us until the end to find out how to get your copy. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. Before we get started, we wanted to thank Bluehost for partnering with us. We're so happy to use the best hosting service that doesn't break our bank. Bluehost powers over 2 million websites, including ours. They offer 24-7 support, a money-back guarantee, and is the number one recommended web hosting by WordPress.org. If you're an entrepreneur building or revamping your website, we highly recommend Bluehost as a trusted resource. Sign up for your website hosting today at www.bluehost.com forward slash track forward slash woglow. That's W-H-O-A-G-L-O-W. Hello, Glow Babes. Welcome back to another podcast. Today we have a fun duo on our podcast. We have Raynan and Kaylee. And they me. And, and Claire's still here. Claire's still here. Look <laughs> at me. So we're going to learn all about their business and all the boss babe shenanigans that they do. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. So how about you guys tell us a little bit about what you guys do in your business for those people who don't know you. Do you want to start? Sure. So I'm, right now I'm a full-time student, but I'm a part-time makeup artist. I know Claire because we went to makeup school together. So I've been doing that professionally on the side for maybe like two years, but I've been kind of playing with makeup for probably about six years at this point. Um, And yeah, and then we started Cloudy together um, this year. Yeah, Yeah, this past year. Woo! And how about you? Um, I've been a freelance photographer for, um, just under two years now, so I started shooting professionally, um, quit my job back, I can't even remember when, last November, um, but I've been running, uh, my own photography studio, and, um, yeah, photography business, and then we started one more, because I was like, you know what, that's not enough, yeah, let's just <laughs> throw something else in the mix, so we started actually, um, 
specifically a boudoir kind of project. And yeah, we've been kind of running with that for the past couple months. What was your inspiration for the boudoir? Like why that specifically? There's a lot of women um, who want these photos of themselves, especially in their Instagram age or just like for themselves or for a significant other. And like when we first started it, we thought it was mainly like people who wanted these photos as gifts for significant others. And the more we did it, the more we realized that our demographic was very much women who are actually looking to have a safe space to get these photos of themselves just for themselves, just mm. to feel empowered, just to look at themselves and reflect and be like, look at how far I've come. So that very much like changed the dialogue of our branding, where mm-hmm. we were leaning it towards like very much empowerment. Like, actually, you're not doing this for someone else. You're not doing this for a boy. You're doing this for yourself to kind of like reclaim your own skin, feel good in your mm-hmm. own body. Yeah. And I think part of the reason we decided to do it together was how we initially met. We met through another photographer who she kind of paired us up together in a big collaborative um, photography space. And that ended up being a boudoir shoot. And at the time, I was actively, like, avoiding doing boudoir, like, with makeup just because a lot of... I was actively avoiding it. I was team. <laughs> like, this was, like, over, like, a year and a half ago when we first met. And I was, like, avoiding it at the time just because when I saw it, it was pretty much only male photographers that I saw doing mm. it. And it, with this, in Vancouver at least, it can kind of get to a little too raunchy exploitative yeah. for our taste very quickly so that's why I was kind of avoiding it and then we worked together and we got along together so well and in Kaylee's photography style she really it's all about like you feeling comfortable it's and confident comfort. it's comfort <laughs> and like confidence comfort, like yeah. the two C's for us so our, and like my makeup style and her photography style just works so well together so we decided that yeah like I'd be down to do this with only her yeah. <laughs> so we came up with the idea we're like yeah let's do it So what's your secret? How do you get a, maybe a first timer, you know, they're not comfortable with their body. What do you do to get them to be comfortable? I think that's actually a great question because like generally when we set up the studio for a boudoir shoot, it's like from the moment you walk in, it's kind of like we make it so it's the most comfortable environment you could possibly be in. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Raina, she's like a great talker. (laughs) She was like, you go girl. (laughs) All right. So, like, from the moment they walk in, we have, like, the music going, we have, like, the fuzzy rugs going, and, like, when they sit down to get their makeup done, they kind of have, like, an hour, 45 minutes to kind of, like, get relaxed in the space, and, like, Raina's really good about talking them through and being like, oh, don't worry, like, you're in good hands, like, kind of a lot of comfort, um, and then when we actually, like, do the boudoir session, I'm like, you can keep on or take off as much clothing as you want, like, this is yours, like, Mm -hmm. most of the sessions, honestly, like, aren't about like looking sexy they're about you looking comfortable and like just looking good mm-hmm. so it's like if that means like you want to keep all your layers on or like even be like I don't know using blankets or pillows and stuff like that's more what we're about and I think just like that lack of pressure like really helps a lot yeah. of women and also the fact like we have like our generic poses that we go through so we're not like you don't I'm not just gonna like put you on a bed and be like all right do your thing <laughs> It's like, it's very much like, don't worry, we'll walk you through every step of the process. Do people choose to be fully nude, though, at all, or? Um, not with Cloudy, but with Kaylee, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not entirely. We don't encourage that. No, it's definitely just, like, happened a couple times, and I was like, okay. Please cover the certain areas. (laughs) Yeah. We've had a couple times, though. I think it was one or two clients that came in, and, like, she wanted to do... She had, like, this big trench coat, 
and uh-huh. she'll actually the shoot that's in the trench quote. Yeah, which was totally coat. fine, but it's just like we're so used to everyone showing up with lingerie. Yeah, and also she like walks out of the change room in like a trench coat. I was like, oh, she must have it on underneath. And she's like, no, this is one I want to shoot in. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I think, like, after that, we kind of realized, like, oh, that's kind of an option. Because yeah. a huge thing with, like, boudoir now is, like, I, especially with, like, our age group of, like, in the 20s, you don't have to do the full lingerie. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely, like, the big, like, sweater that kind of, like, covers everything, but is, like, still, like, a sweater. Mm-hmm. Length, like Tumblr-esque. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. what yeah. we're heading towards, just mm-hmm. because... That's something that, like, you could feel comfortable sharing, but it's also, like, something kind of, like, intimate and personal to yourself. Yeah. yeah. So how do you guys usually market yourself and, like, promote yourselves to get clients nowadays? Um, I think our biggest promotion was for the Valentine's Day boudoir sessions. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was primarily through Instagram. Like, through all my businesses, I, they're all through Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. We're just really lucky to have a really incredible social network as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, Vancouver is very, very small. So once you get to know people, it's like if people hear you're doing something, like it kind of definitely just steamrolls down. Mm. So yeah, Instagram, yeah. internet, internet, cool. word of mouth, lots the of interwebs. word of mouth and referrals too. Very true. Yeah. So yeah. where did you get your first kind of like clients from? Um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I've been shooting for a couple of years too. So it's just like my repeat boudoir clients. It was just like, hey, I'm just I'm doing this now, so you have to do this. <laughs> so if you want this, come yeah. here. <laughs> So what are your tips for, like, closing those deals with your clients and getting them to pay you your worth? Ooh. <laughs> That's a spicy question, yes. just writes a bill and she's just like, <laughs> just take slides, it. Slides it up the table. Here you go. <laughs> so we've had a lot of discussions about um, our pricing and, like, just not justifying it but like doing the math and actually sitting down to be like this is what makes sense for one our time our skill and mm-hmm. also like to rent the space to like buy all of the like we have a very staged setup like mm-hmm. and it took a lot of time and effort to like curate that mm-hmm. so it's like what are all these how much value is this to somebody and we've learned like it does have a high value because we've worked really really hard at this so I think that just kind of comes across and like the way you present yourself for one is like being confident showing up and being like all right like I know what I'm doing like you're okay you've paid me to do this and I am a professional mm-hmm. so that helps people when they show up to be like oh I am getting what I paid for mm-hmm. um yeah I think also doing the research as well I know when we first mm-hmm. started we were figuring out our pricing I was going like we were going in and we were looking at other boudoir studios seeing like their setups what their costs were and like we looked also at their work and we kind of saw, and we looked to see where what gap we filled, mm-hmm. or what they were doing that we weren't doing, or what we could do that would not be better than them, <laughs> but um, well, something that also, they aren't doing that we could do in a different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and also just like keeping in mind our demographic mm-hmm. and like what who we are targeting, like what the general income is as well. Mm-hmm. So there's like just there's a lot of factors that go into it, but. I don't think we really had much problems with our pricing. I feel mm-hmm. like we're pretty yeah overall. Mm-hmm. Or like we justify it. We talk we talk them through why it's that yeah. much. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's like I'm offering you a service that only we can provide. Mm-hmm. So, And if they don't accept it, you kind of have to get used to the rejection in mm-hmm. that sense. Because mm-hmm. if somebody's going to haggle you down to like a different point of your yeah. where you're not, it's not worth it for you, then like yeah. we 
kind of learn to let those clients go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pointless. Like, I'm not going to yeah. give up everything, make, like, a pain in my head time for that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of people waiting for yeah, me. Yeah. 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 So do you have to get them to sign any contracts or, like, deposits or anything? Yeah. yeah. So we do deposits um, because generally when we do boudoir sheets, it's like we'll do, since we have to set up the whole thing, it's like we'll do a bunch in a day. Um, so we take deposits for each slot. Um, and we also have, like, a little release form. Um, and a little contract just to make sure that either they know that their photos aren't going anywhere, they know that it's safe and private and secure, mm-hmm. um, like that they can, they're safe with that. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be horrifying. Like, I took all these pictures for myself. It's like, oh, why is it on the internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why is yeah. this on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. And we're also really good about that, too. Um, we always, we'll send the pictures out, then a few weeks later we'll ask, hey, we'd love to share, we love your session, we'd love to share a few photos. We could go back into your set and heart any where you would be okay with us sharing it. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll only share those photos. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're really good. good at communicating that as well just because we know from our experience about having photos posted that, yeah. like, you think you look horrible in. Yeah. And, like, it's not a good feeling. So yeah. It's like at the beginning of the session we have a dialogue where it's like, well, if you want to, like, want us to share the photos, that's cool. And then they're always like, no, 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 like, these are just for me. And then lo and behold, a week later, they're on Instagram with all their photos on Instagram. <laughs> tagging so us. Like, okay, so we're also going to share them. Cool. And then they're always okay with Okay, them. so if yeah. they share it and then yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, yeah. I noticed oh, exactly. you shared. Can yeah, I share yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone's, um, a lot more confident about their photos once they get them back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, the idea of it is really, really scary. And mm-hmm. I totally get that. Like, you're literally going to be with strangers in underwear. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't yeah. sound Fair. super great. But then whenever they yeah. get the photos back, they're like, I'm going to put these everywhere. <laughs> is it only yeah. digital, or do they do they have the choice of getting it, like, printed out? Um, we're working on doing prints. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole process, because most of the companies I was finding were American-based, so if anyone knows mm. any Canadian-based ones, that would be great. Because <laughs> so, yeah. I just yeah. get a big yeah. picture of me hung up on this wall. Right? Yes. That's a dream. That is. <laughs> do that, like... <laughs> I'll do my IG poses. Your IG yeah. poses. Get that squat in. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just ass. <laughs> So, do you have any horror stories with any clients, or like some not so good ones? Confidential, please don't. No No names. names. No No names. names. No names. We don't like a lot. We've had like horror stories, not with Cloudy, but I. I mean, I have a couple like just just like yeah, general clients. Yeah. Ooh, there's a couple. Um, I think a lot of them came from when I worked in retail. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that right. was always, always in retail. Um, I think I remember it was around sales season and um, this client came in and she wanted help finding like a contour stick, which when you work in retail, like that's what you're doing. Like 90% of the time it's like color matches um, for foundation or like um, contour sticks. Mm-hmm. And like I, sh- she like showed me the one that she had and it was really orange. I'm like, okay, well like there's this one that's like not as orange. Yeah. <laughs> and then she made me take her around the entire store, which I worked in a very big store, and I t- at every single one. And then we ended up back in the one I first recommended. She's like, wow, this one's so great. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that 20 minutes ago, but like you know, it's fine. It was like maybe like six hours into like a really late shift because I used to get off at like 10 p.m. Mm. And um, then, of course, it sold out by the time we get back oh there. And um, she was not happy. She was like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I can make, like, I understand. Like, let me make you some samples of, like, some other things so at least you don't leave empty-handed. Yeah. And she was like, 
do you have powder samples? I'm like, no. What are you gonna, like, do you want powders? Yeah, she wanted me to do that. And she's like, why can't I get powder, powder samples? I'm like, because I'm not allowed to do that. I can yeah. do any liquid product. She's like, I don't want a liquid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, then let me go check the cash register, <laughs> see if there's any powder samples. And then I go away and I come back and she's on the phone. She picks up the phone with her friend as I come back, like, looking her dead in the eye. She's like, hi, yeah, I'm at the store. Like, the girl said the thing was sold out. So I'm leaving empty-handed with nothing. And, like, she just started talking completely, like, <clears throat> awful things about me to yeah. her friend on the phone in front of me. I'm like, this is great because I need to end this. Yeah. <laughs> I need to end this so she doesn't call the manager on me. And yeah. I was just, I was basically stuck with her for 45 minutes. But I feel like the manager would have even taken your side. Yeah. Because they'd be like. That's. That's kind of one of the reasons why I quit because I told her about it after and she was like, oh, well, you could have done this. And like, even though I was like emotionally scarred because I was still this little 18 year old, 5'1 little makeup lover (laughs) who was tired and hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Needed caffeine. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I had a few during my retail, cosmetic retail (laughs) experience. People are psycho. You're just like, oh my God. It's just, they don't like. It's, I think just, like, with cashiers and retail workers, people just kind of, like, project the issues. Like, I get if you're coming at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's, like, a tough true. day. But, yeah, it's a rough time. <laughs> so, how many jobs in a month do you normally do? I feel like it kind of changes month to month a little bit. Like, when we did the Valentine's Day promotion, we're like, are we going to do this many? Where the past couple months, like, I've been too busy shooting other things because it's summer, so I have a lot of weddings and a lot of events. So we kind of petered off, but we're looking to, like, start up the sessions again, like, as batches. Because we're, we're talking about that, and we don't want to do, like, one-off ones mm-hmm. um, anymore. So we're just kind of hopefully setting up more sessions again. So what we did was about eight. Was it six or eight sessions a day? We booked eight, but I think we only ended up doing five or six. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's day. not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's really good. Yeah, yeah that's really good. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we do it for a weekend, so we'll just, like, put out the weekend dates in advance, um, and then just let people sign up, and then just go. Yeah. Wow. So it was kind of nice, too, because, like, someone forgot and didn't show up. Yeah. Oh. So we're like, oh, long lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to schedule it yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, then you get cool. a little more creative after a nice meal, and then you're exactly. like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you're like, right. yeah. had two coffees instead of one. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like yesterday, we were like, okay, let's have a meeting, and I was like, I we were so So we went to go eat, and then we had all these ideas just rushing out. <laughs> all of like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this is fun. good. Check, check, check. Sushi helps. Yeah. Oh, it makes everything better. Always. Always. <laughs> so how do you guys manage your time and your schedule? I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Life is <laughs> Brain manages my time. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think for me, I'm the type of person I really like to, I'm not like a like paper planner person because I'm not that consistent, but mm-hmm. like I use my iCalendar and if I'm setting up something, I make sure I like having it in advance. I like having it set. So I think I always like if I'm hanging out with someone or if it's a professional thing, I have like two separate like, colors on my um, calendar and, like, fill it out just so I can always look to it no matter what device I'm on. I'm like, okay, I can't double book myself. Or, like, oh, this week's really busy. Maybe I shouldn't take on a fifth photo shoot this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about knowing your limits, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, what you can balance in your life and then also just making sure that you're not um, 
over scheduling to a point where you can't have some downtime because mm -hmm. no matter how extrovert or introvert you are you need some time to just like recuperate and like just to like recharge and for some people that's working out but for some people that's like needing to have a couple hours at home with your cat with netflix with friends just something yeah, yeah. glass of wine Don't be racist. We're okay with anything else. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to know, hmm. what advice do you have for aspiring photographers and makeup artists? No pressure. No pressure. Um, I think from the stories, because since I work with a lot of agency models, it seems like every time I meet, a girl, she's always had a horror story of another makeup artist. I think you need to know your sanitation because oh, that, mm. I think, because we learned that in school, but apparently not a lot of people learn that because I hear from every agency model, there's a horror story of things happening. Like, I think the last couple ones, it was like a girl was just using the same foundation, same same dirty brushes oh. on four different people, leaving things for four hours, coming back to it without cleaning it. Oh. And then I've also heard stories Why? about people. That is so gross. They were trying to get the crying effect. And for some reason, the makeup artist used like an FX like remover that was alcohol based in her eye. <gasps> and it ended up like melting the contact in her eye. And oh now she has like God. eyesight problems from this. And it's like you, it's, it's a combination of need to know your sanitation, but for me, I'm always taking care of the model because. Oh, sorry. Wow. 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 My bad. That like never happened. I'm leaving. <laughs> this is so unprofessional. <laughs> but so, <laughs> so it needs to be a combination of sanitation, but also I think you need to have look out for the models as a makeup artist. Yeah. For some reason, I think artists get in between of like going with the creative vision but also um caring about the mall and you can do both yeah mm -hmm. because i'm in somebody's face for like an hour before they're in front of a camera like i build a bond with like these models i become their friends like i want them to feel safe and that like they can talk to me or if mm -hmm. something goes wrong they can come up to me and talk to me and i can help them take care of it so i think it's you need to have empathy and also like no just it's like the low common sense things, which not everyone yeah. ha thinks is common sense, but you need to have that, in my opinion, to like have, build a good reputation. Well, think about it. You screw up their face. They need their face to eat, right? <laughs> exactly. So if they have like this blotch, then they can't work for like yeah, yeah, yeah. a month or something. Then it's like, what now? Right? And then they yeah. lose trust yeah. in like artists too when they go on set. And like, that's not good for anyone, especially mm. if they're going in front of a camera and they feel uncomfortable. So I think that's like... That's one of the things I like working about you. It's like, it's so professional, yet so comfortable to be around. And like, that's a really hard line to walk. It's someone where you're like, oh, they're super friendly and they're super nice, but it's not like, yeah. You're just, you're just comfortable. I know, that's why we stay friends. <laughs> that's why we friends. We friends. That's why we gotta go have brunch, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just brunch gets me so excited. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Brunch and what was it? Where did we go eat lunch all the time? Like the teriyaki. Oh, the teriyaki. <laughs> 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 
get chicken teriyaki at lunch all the time oh, when I opened goodness. up. Yeah. <laughs> Every lunch. It was like, okay, I'm going downstairs. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. For like eight months. <laughs> All right, your turn, girl. Okay, my turn. I was, like, trying to think of things. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, but just whatever's on your... Like, something yeah. that maybe you wish someone told you when you yeah. first started. Or. Um, well, I think the difference between, like, an amateur and a professional photographer... Well, there's a lot of differences, but one of them is how you treat your data and how you treat your files. Mm. Um, when you shoot for a client, you need to back that, that shit up. <laughs> back like, it you up. need to be responsible for um, having multiple backups and um, file organization, like, keeping making sure that you don't lose those files. Mm. That's so important. Like, they've paid you, you've gone and done the gig. Now the after part is, like, even more important. Um, yeah, you just hear so many stories about people, like, losing things and, like, losing files. Like, I've had it happen myself. It happens once, then you're like, okay. <laughs> Never again. Never again. Never again. So I think that's, like, to me, that's one of the differentiating factors between amateurs and professionals. It's like you go through the extra effort and money to make that happen. Um, I think like learning your gear is super important. There are so many internet videos. Like when people now shoot and like asking basic questions, I'm like literally you could Google it. Like it's really mm -hmm. yep. it's right there. And I'm not yeah. gonna be like, oh, you could have done that because it's like it's overwhelming. But there's also so many people on Instagram that you can reach out to and like be like, how do I do this and ask questions. Um, yeah, I think that just also learning like the same thing of boundaries um, when you're working with a model is super, super important. Um, like the first time I was shooting boudoir was like last year in like May. Yeah, no, was that no, 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 it was March. No, it was actually before you, so it was February. Okay. <laughs> so it was a year ago. <laughs> We're backtracking. Um, and then I started shooting for this lingerie company and like I had a policy where it was like, I don't touch the models. Like they're super comfortable with me. It's all good, but I don't touch the models. Like I always need to have a makeup artist do it. I know. It's when we like, started. I know. When, when we started, she was like, Raina, you have to touch the butts. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't touch the butts. Okay. Is that a personal thing or is it just like a professional um, kind of for issue? For me, I feel like it's a professional thing. I've worked with a lot of photographers. Like I've been shot myself and like the photographers have just come and started like touching me and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's just like either you ask for permission, you're like, hey, I'm just going to move this. Is that okay? Like literally before you touch them, not as you're doing it, but yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. May I touch your butt? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Just, like adjust this. And like for me, I feel like that was part of why I was so nervous about boudoir is because I wanted to be so sensitive of the boundaries mm -hmm. and I like overthought it and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to let Reagan do that. Yeah. Um, but just the keeping in mind people's boundaries and like actual personal space is so important and it's often really, really lost in photo shoots mm -hmm. because people often aren't wearing a lot of clothing and mm -hmm. just like, it's casual, it's comfortable, but you still need to keep that professional boundary. Um, and that's, yeah, amateur photographers that, like or up and coming often forget that mm -hmm. and it's causes for often not super comfortable situations. Mm. Yeah, communication. Well, communication. Yeah. That's something, that's another comment. Like, when I say common sense, I'm like, to me, like, talking to someone, I always ask them before, like, I touch them anywhere, being like, I asked at the beginning, I'm like, are you okay with me touching you? Because yeah. some people don't even, like, your hands resting on their face when you're doing yes. their makeup. Mm. So it's, like, asking, having these boundaries and, like, mm. establishing them early on. Because when I ask that, Kaylee's around so she can hear if mm. there's a boundary like that. Yeah. Or, don't touch me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then how we work, since I'm with them for, like, 45 minutes, an hour before, they're obviously a little bit more comfortable with me. So if I come in, um, if that needs to happen, I can come in and do that and, like, help out because they feel like they know me a bit better. Mm. So that's always yeah. good. Right in, quiet. quiet. <laughs> I just come in. I'm just like, oh, girl. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. like peeks behind the curtain. She's like, whoa. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what are some of the most challenging parts of your roles? Mm -hmm. 
I think it's, like, reading a client. Because, mm. like, everyone who walks in when we do a boudoir shoot, like, is there for something different. And the definitely the underlying and common theme is that they're there for, like, to empower themselves and to, like, reclaim their body and their confidence. Like, that's the end goal. Um, but it's very, every client is so different on the way, like, they move, for one. So not all the poses will work. Like, their body types, that's all completely different as well. And just, like, their personality. And mm. so, like, adjusting, like, poses and, like, kind of the vibe of the shoot, depending on their personality. Like, it's a challenge for sure, but it's really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for me it's pickiness. So kind yeah. of, mm. it's kind of something. Like, picky people, I always say picky people love me. They love me. Yeah. Because, it's like, so when, nice. <laughs> well, like, when I'm in the situation, I'm like, what do you want? Like, show me, like, if you need to show me a photo, show me a photo. Like, if you have a vision, like, I'm totally okay with, like, doing that. Whereas, um, like, I take my, like, ego out of it. Like, even, like, when I do people's eyebrows, I'm like, if you hate it, just take the pencil out of my hand. Because yeah. I know everybody, like, has opinions on their eyebrows now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's sacred now. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to mess that up. So yeah. take it if you hate what I'm doing. But I think just gauging um, how much input the client wants to have in. Because there's some people that are like, do whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean by whatever? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I do them. purple eyeshadow or do you want just like a bronze smoky eye? And everybody's like, oh my god, bronze smoky eye. But yeah, it's just gauging, just making sure that you're able to communicate in a way that's not like um, out of ego or not like, mm-hmm. or like looking like upset. Like, I think Kaylee has told me much times the reason, one of the reasons she likes working with me is because when people are like, Getting picky about little things like their lip line or something mm-hmm. like I'm like okay I'm just gonna keep You're going so till you like it, it. yeah mm-hmm. and that, yeah. I really appreciate that cause, like you can see when people especially like after working retail you know when people are getting exasperated and yeah. you know you're asking a lot but Raina never ever shows that she just keeps going and mm-hmm. she's like yeah absolutely like this is for you like this is yeah. for you and I think that's both of our mentalities if you're enjoying this episode so far please comment glow up on YouTube and leave us a review on iTunes give us five stars or we will find you we will. So ladies, Hi. what are your future plans for Cloudy Day Boudoir? Do you want to like grow it, make it bigger, or start including other things? We have a bunch of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like we have, um, I think one one thing we're very set on is we want, since we like having a safe space, we want to make it an actual safe space. I love, like we love to shoot uh, plus size models, or like plus size women. I love having some um, androgynous, or um, like we don't, well, like, our trademark is um, by women for women, but we don't really, as long as, like, you're... As long as you identify as a woman, or, like, identify as, I don't know, not even a fan well, more fan As long as you're nice. Yeah. As long as you're nice, like, we'll yeah. shoot you. Like, yeah. we want to be, like, really inclusive, and I think that's something in boudoir especially, like, you don't get a lot of representation, so we want to help be a part of that and like mm-hmm. have women like be able to have this space and no matter what you look like or people no matter what you look like you feel like you can have this experience yeah that's like a huge thing for us so to kind of summarize what Raina just said <laughs> like in our marketing and I think in our campaigning we're looking to um include and kind of shed light on more of these um underrepresented groups yeah um mm-hmm. as moving forward so it's not just like oh it's so pretty pretty blonde white girl it's yeah. like okay let's, let's like many people can be sexy and feel yeah. sexy mm-hmm. like it doesn't this need to be everyone. you have to be that tall drink of water you yeah. know <laughs> exactly. there's so many people who like will message and they're like i'm too old for boudoir like i'm not it's always whenever they message they're like oh when i lose a bit more weight 
I'll get back mm. to you guys. And it's like, no, no, the point of this is that you are great the way you are. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. sure, like, go exercise, go be fit for you. And then when you're comfortable, like, come back around. But also, like, this is um, about appreciating yourself the way you are and saying, I am enough. Yeah. Like, I am perfect the way I am. Yeah. Mm. So that's important to us. Very. Um, I think I always have really big dreams, and then Raina's like, okay, but what can we actually do? <laughs> <laughs> what can you actually finish, Kaylee? Yeah, I think we love to get to a point where we can start working with some local brands. Mm. Like, um, I think we love to be able to, um, like do like maybe like a merch line mm. or, um, I know there's like some body care companies that we love to like partner with and things some like that. Some companies that we want to work with yes. as well. So we have our eye on some local ones, but we just have like time to reach out. I know. Pitch yeah. it course. Pitch it. <laughs> we push that course so much. <laughs> Alrighty, so now we have a few random questions. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun! They're fun! This is a fun This is the fun part. <laughs> the business talk is over, so now we want to get to know your personality a bit. <laughs> I can just see your face when I'm not looking at her. <laughs> so question number one. If you had $500,000 and an hour to spend it, what would you spend it on? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you can't put it in savings? <laughs> oh, why not? No, it has to be spent. Okay, yeah. the whole thing. Invest it. <laughs> right. No, it's we can as invest much it? as you can. Yeah. Just, oh, a bunch of flights places. Jacqueline, well, you just made it so easy. <laughs> I don't know. You have to so spend I'll, it. I'll, spend I'll, it. I'll be fun. Like, like, you have fun. to be a lavish hoe. Okay, you know? buy it. Okay. Buy okay. something. Um, <laughs> so much catnip for my cat. <laughs> all of the catnip. Um, just at a pet store. All the cats. All the money. All of them. I think it'd be a lot of online shopping, so I wouldn't waste time going places. Yeah, so I think oh. smart. So I'd probably have like Just buy an apartment online. <laughs> yeah, pro- buy an Airbnb. <laughs> you can't do that. Though. <laughs> She's like, be fun, Keely. God, <laughs> get a realtor now. I probably like book a really lavish vacation. Mm-hmm. Probably for like me and Kaylee, or like with a bunch of my friends, and, and like, I do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, all four of us, and, like eight other girls, just like going on like. Like a Love Island type trip. Yeah. Just like, like, <laughs> like, it'll be we'll great. We'll have our own reality show. Exactly. <laughs> a higher camera crew, actually. <laughs> just make a new reality show. Um, Let's just do that. Probably yeah. that. I probably donate a part of it um, to like probably like the SPCA or like an yeah. animal charity. Yeah. And then I probably just buy a bunch of things that I've like always dreamed about buying. Like the really like. You know, like the Chanel flat bag. Yeah, like wanting as a kid. That's my numero my one. one. <laughs> I can't even imagine that much money. I know. Yeah. I'm too broke. <laughs> I don't know. I would eat. <laughs> <laughs> to order all the skip the dishes. Just like, <laughs> order the entire hour straight. And then just like tipping everyone. <laughs> Do you tip everyone like a hundred dollars? Like, no, just go. buy skip the dishes. <laughs> just buy, <laughs> just buy <laughs> skip the dishes and get free food. <laughs> All right. All right. Question <laughs> number two. Very serious. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite toy growing up? Oh, ooh. Um, ooh. Mm. <laughs> Best responses. We have to cut that out. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like I really liked Barbies when I was really, really young. I feel like that, that was like everyone. It was like before they had like diverse Barbies. <laughs> so it Just was like the one Barbie. It was Barbie. the one Barbie. I think it was that. And then 
I don't know if it's a toy, but when it became popular, like, in middle school, like, YouTube, I just, like, dove right into that. People treat it as a toy. <laughs> definitely not a toy. <laughs> <laughs> Definition of a toy. That's a really good joke. Um, oh, my God. That's such a, like, going back so many years. Okay, I think I was like a weird kid because I was like partially really girly and partially very tomboyish. Yeah. So like I had like Polly Pockets. Oh, yes, I love, I love and those. I put the Polly Pockets in like the Martha Stewart dollhouse, <laughs> which my mom bought I think mainly for herself <laughs> because she played with it way more than me and my oh, sister did. Yeah. So it was like home decor basically. So that was really cute. Um, and I also had this race car that was remote controlled. <laughs> that was like the best. <laughs> so I think those like Lego. Yeah. Oh, very, very diverse. Do you have? Like, it's just you just have a sister and how many brothers? I have a sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I got I got inherited like some of my brother's toys, so it was like mm. the best of both worlds for me. Very nice. Like, <laughs> some like angry, aggressive looking like action. Oh figure yeah, with yeah. My Barbie. Yeah, with your Barbie. I'm like, all right. You too. Best couple. <laughs> Alien and Barbie. Yes. <laughs> That's so exactly good. like Toy Story. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. Third random question is, what is your favorite cheesy pickup line? That was her forte. Right? I know this. Uh, no, no. It's because... Okay, I just like open Tinder. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm just like... Thinking about all the last Tinder pickup lines oh, I've had, and they're all oh, bad. Oh, I'm my like, God. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. Kaylee's here. Woo. Okay. Someone DM'd me a goat. <laughs> a goat emoji. And then he's like, oh, no, Billy, get back here. I'm so sorry. He wandered off. Hey, how are you? <laughs> what? That's horrible. Kaylee <laughs> laughed so hard. <laughs> At least it worked. I didn't reply. No, it didn't work. Oh, oh no. I shot it in. Greatly enjoyed it. I was like, well, That's interesting. That would be the best one. I know. All of the ones that I can think of are just like the bad ones where you're like, I never want to talk to you ever in my like life. Like those like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> 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 Have I gotten that? Uh, I think I've gotten the, if I could rearrange the alphabet, I put you and I together a few times. Oh my god. Ooh, no way. I think, I, you know I've gotten a few times? It was like, it was like, oh, what? what I forget the phrasing of it but it was like the end of it it was like oh like hi it's your future husband like what what quick quiz like what was our first date and give me like three options oh my goodness and I'd be like I don't know you <laughs> that's a little too much I feel like that's really excessive the other day. Kaylee has one going to Whole Foods want me to pick you up anything <laughs> Actually, that would work on me. Yes, buy me the entire store. Buy me the carrot cake. Oh, yeah, the last <laughs> I know. I like screenshot most of my comments. Just a bunch of Beyond Burgers. Grab me please. an avocado. No, all the expensive Beyond Burgers, avocados, kombucha, <laughs> kombucha. Oh no, how Vancouver? Oh, <laughs> you just you just stationed yourself in Vancouver. Are we not supposed to? Are we supposed to? You can. Okay. We're from Vancouver. Remember the kombucha king? Could you not tell from the kombucha? Oh, <laughs> the kombucha <laughs> king. I forgot about him. I forgot his name though. In our reality show, we're going to start yeah. for him. We oh. I suddenly got triggered when you guys said kombucha <laughs> oh, no. because we did we had a hair class at this makeup school. school. <laughs> at makeup school, and this 
Like, they're all, like, really shaggy Jesus head models. <laughs> yeah, because, like, all the hair is dead from everyone. Just <laughs> like, everyone's on it. I thought you meant people with, like, dead shaggy hair. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, like the, um, like the model the, head. Oh, the mannequin. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were talking Sorry. about real humans. <laughs> there were mannequin heads, and then there was just one guy who just looked like, he was like, I'm the kombucha king. Yeah, yeah he had, like, a beard I and hair. kombucha, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then, so... Because it was kind of a slow class, so <laughs> we would, like, make up, like, storylines and fights between, oh, <laughs> between our heads, because it was, like, the <laughs> like, and the siblings, he had siblings he had that were siblings. fighting for, like, they all started with M, like, their own names all started with M. Oh, I don't It remember. was, like, Mark was yeah. one of them, and then, like, one was, like, a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We had a whole storyline. And line. we wanted to shoot, like, an actual reality show. Oh, my with God. Us just talking with the heads just, like, so good. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how we spent our Sundays. For a month and a half. <laughs> that's how we spent our money <laughs> on makeup school, doing hair, and making mannequins talk to each other. And making so genius reality show yeah. ideas. Yeah. And then everyone else in the class very seriously curling hair and then we're just there like having fights <laughs> well I did, I, did mine, I did mine so fast so i was just like okay whatever i'm just gonna fuck around for like three hours yeah now. that's too good i got an a in that class the lesson of the day you don't need to try so hard right? <laughs> just gotta have fun kids <laughs> all right our final section the, the pressure is on it is a this or that lightning round, so you can either answer at the same time, or kind of one person goes first, whatever. They are extreme this or that. Questions. Yeah, we made it extra. Oh, extra. Made it for me. It's, it's, just for me? Yeah, wow. we made it extra this time around. And we're going to judge you. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. so there is like a wrong question. There's a wrong question. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. The first one's like, Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Would you rather burp every time you lean in for a kiss or drool every time you talk? Burp. Yeah, burp. Right. right. I'm really, I'm really so. single. It's it professional. <laughs> I'm really Love single. Doesn't affect me. <laughs> Would you rather use lipstick as eyeshadow or use eyeshadow as lipstick? Whatever, Raina. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, probably. Eyeshadow lipstick because if you mix it with like another like liquidy yeah. thing, then it's fine. <laughs> Professional, <laughs> yes, loopholes. <laughs> this one's easy: scuba diving or skydiving. Probably, like both are like dope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them. Either. I don't like either, but probably scuba. scuba yeah. Would you rather your only mode of transportation is riding a donkey or riding a giraffe? Oh my god. Okay, I had this question before. Donkey, because you can't ride a giraffe in Vancouver with all of the wires above. <laughs> it would, you just hurt the giraffe. <laughs> what if it's a shorter, just the giraffe, but it just... Like a small giraffe. <laughs> like a small giraffe. <laughs> a big giraffe. Like a functional size yeah. Yeah. giraffe. <laughs> it's a faux raff. A faux raff. <laughs> would you have rather have a meatless Monday or too much meat Tuesdays? Meatless Monday. Yeah, meatless Monday. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that re regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? Just both just have, oh. I don't think, I don't even know. Both just end up with such awkward situations. It's just so you could just, I like, feel like, oh wait. 
Well, I mean, at least spaghetti hair you could, like, tie up. What if you're yeah. and you're just like, oh, no, warmer you're like, no, the maple syrup! <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking I'll just move to a really cold place, oh, never no. sweat, yeah. and then never exercise. Never Because I'm just thinking, like, birds might attack you with spaghetti hair. Like, I'm so realistic with these questions. It's, like, not fun anymore. So probably, like, uh, maple syrup. <laughs> not our clothes anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just be, like, a snack. <laughs> Together we're a snack. Candied humans. Yum. Um, rather be unable, unable, unable to move your body every time it rains or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out. That well, sounds like me anyway. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not be able to stop moving, moving when the sun's out. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. We agree. <laughs> be compelled to high five everyone you meet or compelled to give wedgies to anyone in a green shirt. Oh, high five everyone I meet. Yeah, I feel like I do the first one anyway. <laughs> But what if they're grimy? Yeah, it's just a high five. <laughs> you wash your hands. And you can't wash your hands. No, just hand sanitizer. Just people's eyes. You just spritz in your hand every time. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're not spritz their hand. <laughs> Would you rather have everything you draw become real, but be permanently terrible at drawing, or be able to fly, but only as fast as you can walk? Ooh, fly as fast as you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> Those are so different. <laughs> And our last one. Would you rather 30 butterflies instantly appear from nowhere every time you sneeze? Or one very angry squirrel appear from nowhere every time you cough? Oh my god. I it, hate butterflies. <laughs> I Wait, know, but, but I cough like 10 times. There's all the accumulation. The thing is, like, are they attacking you or are they just there judging you? Because I love it when you just come and judge me. Be like, why did you get sick again? <laughs> what were you doing last weekend? Like, I love that. It would keep me accountable. So probably the squirrels. The squirrels. Yeah. yeah. But, like, can you get rid of them? I'm telling you, it's like they're just in your home now. Oh, my God. Just the- I don't know. I just hate these questions. I have a dog that's kind of the size of a squirrel, so I think it wouldn't like make much of a difference. Your dogs would have a heyday. I mean, a bunch of squirrels in the house. I think maybe the small would be really excited that there's like other things as small as her around, or she get really Actually, stressed out. Actually, my cats would just kill everything. There'd just be a lot of dead carcasses all over the house. Every well, time I sneezed or cough. This just went oh, yeah, there'd dark. be a bunch of dead butterflies, though, yeah. on the other hand. Ooh. This just went dark really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Really like, death. <laughs> just the cat's just right there, just, yeah. like, unbothered. Just like, <laughs> please don't kill me. All right. All right. That, that is, is all. Yeah. That was all the questions that we had. We hope you had fun. Thank you for joining us. And where can people find you guys online? On Instagram? On Instagram. Very Instagram. Yeah. The Cloudy Day Boudoir. Yes. I think is the Instagram. Your glow by Raina. Woo! Who are you? I'm Kaylee Katz. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? I thought you were going to do me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not crying. You're crying. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey, Glow Gang. Thanks for listening. Did you love this episode or what? As promised, we made a killer freebie for you, so hit up woglow.com or check out the link in the description for how to start a podcast in seven simple steps. Give us your five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. 
And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Thank you.